entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Turn the music up, turn me down. Google. Let's go get him again. This time is for the money, my nigga. Brooklyn, stand up. Never been a nigga this good, but it's long, this hood. Oh, this pop, this hot, we look for the joke maker, real nigga. Do. I said, look for the joke maker, real. Real nigga do. Huh. It's CBD. We back in the building. <laughs> hey, man. What a world we live in, man. Ain't it? Slaps. Cinderella's. All types of wild shit going on. Somehow we ended up in March Madness with like a blue blood Final Four, which is pretty fire, I guess. But um, <laughs> this nigga Will Smith, though, we we can get into this now or after. But we might as well we might as well get into it now, just off the rip, just to get it out the way. <laughs> Because we can't not talk about it. Like, wildest shit ever. Wildest shit ever. He's goaded. I tweeted last night. That might have been the most Philly shit I've seen Will Smith do in his whole career. I mean, I, honestly. Did you see him slap the other dude before? Yes, like yes. I remember that. But this is way worse. This tops that. That's what I'm saying. This, this tops that. Like open hand. What did the five figures say to the face? Type of slap. Here's the thing, though, bro, like, it's a well-known thing that, like, getting slapped is far worse than getting punched. Absolutely, yo. A thousand percent. Punch you me! <laughs> if you slap me, there's a level of, there's a lack of respect that comes with a slap. As opposed this, to a punch. It's like you didn't have enough courtesy to close your fucking hand and, and murk me. Like, I feel like, disrespected now. You ain't even let me have it enough to knock me out. Right. Like, I got to feel that. Like, there's like a, you know, there's a tingling sensation when you get slapped. Like, your mom ever slapped you in your face before? Your immediate reaction is, oh, my goodness. You grab, you, you, you holding your face. You looking at that joint, making sure you, you got, you mean, a, a brain on your face now. And I'm just like. Can we, can we, can we, can we shout out Chris Rock for that, though? Like, I feel like there has to be some type of respect for him not grabbing his face. Like, that might have been the hardest thing for him to do. I, I He thug that shit out. He thug that out. Because I don't know if I would have been able to not grab my face in that moment. He got he got slapped. Like, he, he got the shit slapped out of him. And he didn't grab for his face. Not once. I know when he went behind stage, he definitely felt his face to make sure, you know, everything was cool and copacetic. But that, I, hey, man, kudos to him for not grabbing his face right away. I don't know how he did it. He behind the scenes like, someone bring me a goddamn mirror. Because he <laughs> his shit fucked up. And like, I'm going to give him credit for that. That's the only credit he get from me, though. Because like, I, I, I just don't understand why he thought that that was okay. 
I just don't get it. And like I'm, I'm, I'm I wake up, I'm seeing all types of wild shit on the twit. People saying wild shit, trying to justify the situation. When in reality, I'm like, there's no, there's no real justification needed because this is one of those things where you know this is a top five Twitter moment for sure. Oh, easily, easily top five. It's up there with like, remember when motherfuckers posted the nigger navy and everyone was like yo what the fuck yeah this is one of those type of moments when everybody has something to say and we actually all got to see the same footage more so which can lead us in a whole different conversation but for lack of you know the nerdy shit i'm just shocked that he thought that that was okay to do I don't know. I just think he thought that shit was gonna be funny. I thought he was. I thought. I honestly think he thought that shit was gonna hit and it was gonna be hee hee ha ha. But I think it also speaks more to the whole situation of like, not all that shit is funny. <laughs> and it's like, but as a comedian, I think you got to be ready for that shit. Like, regardless, like, like here's the thing, like, bro, me and you, we back at the crib, we on the block, we busting. You know, niggas, niggas crack jokes all the time. But there's always that one time you crack that joke, and it's like, yo, yo, stop playing with me, bro. Like that shit, like that shit, not that shit, not like it get there sometimes. And it's sometimes it's unintentional. I mean, sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes it's unintentional. But either way, it can get there when you try and make a joke. Sometimes I think that's the situation that occurred. Now, you know, the history between Will and Chris, I can't speak on that's between those black brothers. But um, needless to say, that shit was wild. (laughs) I feel you on that, because like if we on the block and we going at it, Joke for joke type shit, ha ha he he. But like, there ain't a national audience watching us on Archon Basin. Yeah. And if yeah. it is an audience at all, it's a bunch of us around. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. But so it would have been better if he was at the BET Awards. Is that what you're saying? Nah, because the BET Awards is ran by a white folk anyway. And the BET sure. Awards probably would have let us seen the full footage by now. Facts, yeah. Because I've seen all types, well, why was Will laughing? I mean, listen, this the we're, we're looking at a, a television show. For all we know, the director is queuing up side cuts and shit. I want to see Will here when this is said. Whatever. My whole thing is like, why are we all of a sudden trying to hold Will Smith's reaction to how, A, we would react, B, what's just and unjust, and C, all under the guise of how a white person would have reacted in the situation, as if they are the arbitrary standard for what the fuck is cool or not cool to do in the face of adversity. I'm not here for that. No, I'm just not. I'm not going to say Will Smith should have handled it behind the scenes because I'm not Will Smith. I'm not a self-made legendary actor who's being presented my first justified win for the very thing that you guys know me for, which is acting. It's my day. It's my day. You're not going to come up here and let me, I'm supposed to laugh off the disrespect. I've been getting disrespected for the last 10, 15 years, man. And like you said earlier, at some point, enough is enough. Everything's not the fuck funny. 
<laughs> and that's my thing. That shit was funny to us, though. I don't give a fuck. Like, obviously, it wasn't funny to Will, but that shit was funny to us. Like, that whole situation of him slapping Chris Rock, that might have been the funniest shit ever. Like, when keeping it real goes the fuck wrong. Because oh, at no the end of the day, like you said earlier, if we want to block, you know me. You know what type of jokes I ain't going to feel. I know what type of jokes you ain't going to feel. So you take that simple thought process and you drop that in front of a bunch of people who are supposed to be your peers, the highest ranking people in your profession. Y'all have, y'all have somewhat of a relationship together throughout just maneuvering through the industry. But you up there on national television, the black guy who's supposed to be one of my friends, one of the best comedians ever, and you make an ill-advised joke like that after you already made a documentary on the very thing you're making jokes about, mm-hmm. which happened to be black women. Hello, I'm going to say it again. Black women's hair. <laughs> you said outside of the box, you look at the bigger picture, it's like, oh, shit, they just passed the crown act to make it so you can't discriminate against black women's hair. Black men's hair so now i'm just sitting here and i'm thinking well damn did he learn nothing from that documentary he just made or did he really think that it was okay to do either way that's what the fuck happens when niggas is fed up yo when you are consistently being a punching bag for very public things very emotionally driven things i am not about to sit here from Connecticut and say what a motherfucker should be acting like in the face of adversity on his night. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I mean, that's fair. I'm not here for people to do it. I'm not here for it. Here's the thing, though, as well. Like, I'm just glad Will finally did this. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, I just feel like, you know, Will for the last, you know, 10, 15 years, I mean, I think, you know, he's tainted the black Philly man. I don't know, just a little bit. Cause I mean, he's been too political and he's been caring things, you know, quote unquote, politically correct. And it was just about time for the West Philly side to come out. That's just me. I don't know. I was just happy for him to finally show some type of Phillyness within his actions. Cause you know, he'd be doing the weird shit and the weird TikToks and the weird reels on Instagram. And you know, he's all introspective, all like you know, his kids is all like that. But it was just nice to see, you know, He's still within his roots. It made me feel better. You know what I mean? I can, I can feel that. I mean, I don't know if I were to like agree or disagree on like his posts. Like, I think his posts are just a side of him that we see off camera, whatever. But like, I'm just saying, yeah, they're just like, they're like, they're like, you know, they're out it there. Refreshing. It was refreshing. <laughs> but we have not wanted, but we'd kind of needed him. To stand up for it, not necessarily stand up for himself, but to like let people know, yo, stop fucking playing with my name, yo. Facts. Like, I'm Will Smith. Yeah, I just slapped this motherfucker. Give me my Oscar. My ass is fucking snapping. And I'm rapping Miami too. Fuck y'all talking about. I'm rapping Miami. I'm rapping the, the wild, the wild, wild west song. We say you better watch your mouth. You don't want to see my hand come from the side. You don't want <laughs> this was an 04. He dropped that in 04. <laughs> that's, all I, I, that's all I'm saying, man. Like, I love that Will Smith did that. And I'm not here for anybody trying to tell me how he should or shouldn't have acted. Because it's the Oscars. We're not not talking about the same Oscars who was booing women off of stage for talking about 
equality. This is the same Oscars who has a, a storied resume of doing wrong things in the middle of live television. But all of a sudden, when a black man loses his fucking mind, slaps somebody, now all of a sudden, this is the most violent day. How can the Oscars do this? We stand for this. We do this. You guys were giving awards to people who are bad people, who beat their beat up the same women you guys are saying you're trying to protect. But Villanova, though. You know this one hurt me, bro. You know this one, like, I really felt this one to my core, though. You? Nah, bro. Time out, time out. Wait, before we even, before we even go to Nova. I just cannot believe that the theory of mine of the whole teams who can't score find a way to score when they're not supposed to score happened the game too early because all of a sudden Arkansas is beating shit out of fucking Gonzaga. Told you. You remember I told y'all. I told y'all. You did say that. I was. I didn't think that Arkansas could score consistently enough. And all of a sudden, J.D. Note is out here looking like fucking <laughs> Malachi Richardson on the Syracuse Final Four run. All right, fine. I'm cool with that. <laughs> but you know what I'm not cool with? I'm not cool with consistently. I'm, I'm a little bit mad at myself for even uh, allowing myself to talk myself into, oh, because I got some niggas on their team now. They're going to be cool. No. Wrong. They need to go get some niggas who don't got rides home from practice. Thanks. Growing up. The gritty type of guys, not the nice, not the Braxton types from Jamie Foxx. I need Jamie Foxx's on my team. Thousand percent. The Steve Harvey's. I need the Martins. Maybe Pookie Chris Rock is the other nigga. He's letting people say all types of shit to him. That's whatever. But you caught it, man. (laughs) You said it. But you ain't telling me you put the bread on until after the game started. So I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, I told you that I was going to put the bread. I was like, I may or may not put the bread on it. You're right. I didn't tell you exactly when I did put the bread. I'm about to say, may or may sure. not. Right? A thousand percent. I agree. But I told you it was a possibility. I did. Yeah. I did. Hey, this is your fault. Because, again, we're supposed to take Nova on the money line. We did. But we were supposed to parlay it with some other shit, and we didn't. I mean, I did. This is the selfish part of you, and I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm. But a- I mean, what I, what I will say is that I did put the bed in late, so, you know, it was a, it was a whim type of thing. It was a whim type of thing. The wind just blew me to the money tree. Sure, fine, whatever, fine. But now the problem is like. Do we still think Nova can win it all with this injury? I, oh, like, bro. Because that's the problem, man. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, we got some young pieces. Like, we got some younger guys who just haven't played a lot. And, like, Jay's going to have to rely on them. And, you know, last year when Colin Gillespie went down, and, you know, obviously there was no tournament. But, you know, in the Big East tournament, we had to try and rely on our younger guys and – they didn't step up. You know what I mean? They didn't They didn't step up enough. So um, some of our freshman guards, our true freshman guards, they're going to have to step up and play big. Uh, I think Jermaine Samuels is going to have to take it. Collins going to have to take a step up. Collins going to have to play big. 
He, he's going to have to score. Slater. Slater's going to have to score. I, this whole tournament, Slater is really underperformed. He had a crazy block, I think, in the round of 64, which, you know, nobody talks about. Obviously, you know, it was a blowout game. But it was a insane block. But I, I need the scoring to come back for Slater. He hasn't scored how he scored all season. And uh, I feel like his production has really dropped. He's going to be a guy who's, who they're going to have to lean on far more offensively. And so I'm very, you know, concerned and, and wondering how he's going to, you know, uh, step his game up. But that just some more injury, man. That, sh- that, that shit hurt, bro. Like that, that shit took me to a, like a dark place within myself because it's just like I'm just now seeing the light from that type of injury. And I just know how like rigorous that shit is, bro. Like that is, I, I, I swear to God, I don't wish that upon anybody else. Like that is the worst thing to ever have to go through. And just knowing that, you know, he was the catalyst for them going this far and, and make it to a final four. And he doesn't get to play in this final four run. I know how much that hurts this man. Like it's, there's a lot, not even like, I'm just not even talking about the injury right now. The injury is bad, but what the injury does to you mentally is just far worse. It's 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 so bad, man. It's it's really bad. And the thing about it is, like, we've seen people tear their Achilles, but we also seen those people be pros and tear their Achilles. Like, yeah, stapled in the league, contract money, they made it already. Like him tearing his shit. He's still going to get the world-class treatment that people need because a lot of the medicine is advanced. He might not get NBA-level everything, but he's going to get pretty, pretty good, you know. I mean, he goes to Villanova, man. Come yeah. on. He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. But it's just, it sucks <laughs> to see that because, like you said, like him being one of the hearts, if not the heart of the team, you saw it after they, like, Nova celebrated for like two minutes. And then they all ran over to the bench and shared that moment with him before they let it all hang out. And, like, that just shows me that hopefully that type of thing you can rally around and it'll push them and propel them to a championship. But the realization is you're now missing 12 to 18 points a game and a whole bunch of your offense might now be changed and moved and maneuvered around. If anyone's going to be able to figure it out, it's going to be Jay Wright. I still think Jay Wright's a coach in the country. I don't think, you know, I think it, I think it also helps that they run this slow, deliberate, methodical form of offense where even though the, the players might not be who they were last game, the optionality of the offense is still going to be there. Catch triple threat, drive kick shoots the whole principle is still going to stay the same so hopefully they can get past the test because i would love to see them i don't even want to say that because i don't want to see them go there for my bracket purposes but Mm -hmm. i'll lose the bracket and nova wins the chip i'm fine with that but i really think that the whole thing the world like the basketball guys are doing this thing right now where it's blue blood this and it's blue blood that. And all of a sudden we're going to wake up and it's going to be Dukes winning the national championship. That's just how it feels. I pray to God that's not it, bro. And it's just like, <laughs> I really don't like Coach K. Respect the hell out of Coach K. Like, Damn. 
Great coach. Check that one. Nah, great coach, man. He cool. Nah, I I don't know, man. He just doesn't rub me the right way. I don't know. You know, there's just guys out there that, you know, are very talented, that are great, do phenomenal work. But they just don't rub you the right way. And, like, Coach K, like, I don't know, man. It's about a weird, small white man. With all these black guys, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know, man. It just doesn't sit right with me. I don't know. Am I wrong? Hey, fucking... coach. I don't know. But he just. I. I don't know. I just. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like this is one of those. They have good classes. You don't think he can coach that well? Type of things. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's I mean, coaching. Really, he's co- he's coaches feel- ass off. Like him. Uh, uh, I uh, I can't remember off the top of my head who who are they playing. I, I think it was their elite eight ma- or sweet sixteen matchup uh, where he was switching his defenses, where he was starting out man went to zone Texas Tech, Texas Tech. yeah Texas Tech. So when he was playing Texas Tech and he was playing man switched to the zone, threw him off and then went back to the man. That was some crazy shit. Like that was wild and like gave Texas Tech fits. Like they could not do anything with that. So that's what I'm saying. Like great coach. Has great coaching, but I just I don't know. You know, there's just always some guys out there. Just I don't think you buy the whole Duke product. Or yeah, I don't like the or. I don't like the or. I don't fuck with it either, yo. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm more. I'm more of the. I fuck with the Houston's of the world, the Florida States when they're good. You know, the Leonard Hamilton's, the the Kelvin Sampson's of the world. Not necessarily it's a black or white thing. I just like how they fucking coach. I like how they I like their product. I mean, it's a little bit of black and white thing. It's okay. No, no, because I don't really mind. I mean, we can support. I mean, what would I say? I'm supporting everybody that's black. I'm rooting for everybody that's black. I'm not saying that because, like, Coach K's white. Like, I think Coach K's a hell of a coach. No, yeah. I like the product from other coaches better. Like, I watch a Florida State team, and I'm like, so these are the guys who didn't go to Duke, Kentucky, or Kansas. Or North Carolina. I want to watch them play more because I know that those type of players in that, you know, the back half of the top 10 recruiting classes and shit that go to the Florida States and not the Dukes, they're going to that team for a reason. Not to say that the other guys who are going to Duke are not, but they're specific type of players. The Scotty Barnes is fit at Florida State. They don't fit in Duke. Not to say that he wouldn't be able to play at Duke, but the way that he is and the way that he's his brand of ball is, it's a Florida State type of guy. I don't know. I feel like I'm just more of a Calipari guy. Like I'm more of a guy who's That's like he hasn't done shit in a while. Agree, but I'm just more so of a like, I just feel like he's genuine, if that ah, makes sense. I, I can feel that. I can feel like that. he is who who he who you see him to be. Like, and he's been that his whole, even when he was at UMass. So I was like, I, I just feel like, you know, he, I just feel like he's him. You know what I mean? I don't, I just don't, I don't feel like there's any fakeness with him. Like, it's just like you get in who he, like who Calipari is on the floor, who he is off the floor, who he is in the locker room. You just feel like he's that 24 seven. And I can kind of resonate with that a little bit more. Cause especially like, Coach K was the main guy who was out here 
oh, one and done's, you know, I'm against that. And that's not real college basketball. And that's not how the game should be played. And then, like, never really switched his stance on that, but started switching out. He was recruiting. So it's just like, I don't have a lot of, but then, you know, gets all the accolades for being this successful coach. And we looking at Coach K with a, I mean, uh, you know, we looking at Coach Calipari with a, with a slanted view. I don't really respect that. So maybe that's really where everything is stemming from. And I like the way Coach, K, uh, you know, Coach Calipari carries it. You know, he's real blunt and to the point. And all the hoopers that I've been around say they respect the hell out of Calipari for who he is. And you know, he gets a lot of flack, but I don't know. There's there's just a overwhelming respect for who he is and him, you know, staying true to his word and putting players in the league. You say everything about, you know, he hasn't won in a while, blase, blase. He put pros in. I mean, that's true. That's very true. It's funny, though, that you said that because, like, like Coach K is the face of college basketball. Mm -hmm. But he's almost like – like, we know Roger Goodell by name because he's like the shield of the NFL. We don't necessarily hear from Roger ever. Every now and again, we hear him at, you know, the players, coaches meeting, shit like that, when he's obligated to speak. And for Coach K, as much as a face of the sport that he is, we rarely hear him be candid about things or just talk, you know? We almost always see him pregame, postgame, when it's Duke, North Carolina. We don't really see him versus Oral Roberts or like a random school. He doesn't talk that much. So I I think I can agree with the whole genuine, not genuine thing because the coaches who we, we deem as genuine, we get something out of them consistently when they speak. Like Calipari consistently gives you something. Selection show, selection show is like, all right, where's Kentucky seated? Let's see what Cal's got to say. Because right. he always has something to say. Coach and K, I'm not talking, and that's not a problem. That's just a differing of personality, and you can see it in the way that they're coached. And I think Coach K is more the type of person where I mean, you've heard it from a lot of guys who played at Duke, where like he's there for them when they when like they need him, like you know, showing up to Jay Will when he had that accident, like really, him being the person. That's what I'm saying. Like I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like like don't get it twisted. Like I'm. I have nothing really against Coach K, but it's really just a preference thing for me. Like, I just, he just don't sit right in my body. It's it's energy, though. Like, that's a real thing. Like, just some, you can have no issues with, with people and just, like, your energy just, you feel like y'all don't match or whatever. And, that, like, that's fine. Respect the hell out of him for what he is for other people and what he's done for college basketball and USA basketball. But just for me, you know, I'm rocking with, I'm rocking with Big C. And think about how people gravitated towards Shaheen Holloway. Yeah. Yeah. Very relatable guy, not because he's black, but just because of how he was talking. The way in which he presented himself was very relatable. And not to say that Coach K doesn't present himself as genuine, but it's almost always under the mask of the coach. He rarely takes the coach mask off and shows us, I'm Coach K. With the personality, we saw the personality like when he called in to uh, Bayheim's show, and you know, put, poked fun at him that poked fun at him that way. But we don't see that side from him. Like 
we we hear all the time Bill Belichick is a very funny guy, but it's always it's always predicated off the if he's in the right setting, if you know him well, if if if, and it's like not everyone has that type of access. Whereas though, Coach Cal, he'll wear his shit on the sleeve, and we're cool with that. And that's fair because like not everybody has to you know you don't have to be available to everybody. You don't have to you know, yeah. make that part of you available to everybody. Everybody has that right. But because of that, you know, there's going to be repercussions of your actions, just like everybody else and every action that you make. And because of that, you know, I'm just not, you know, as high on him. But, you know, who knows? But speaking of St. Mary's, um, not St. Mary's. St. Peter's. You always Saint talk Peters. about the I always St. Mary's. Is that I know. I always, I always want to say St. Mary's. I really don't know why I do that. But yeah, St. Peter's was always there. Whatever. They played well. So you know, is their coach going to go to Seton Hall? I mean, that's yeah. the word on the street. Out of there, bro. He's an alum. He's out of there. He's. The I know last. you love him, though. I know why you love him because he played an All American game with, with Bean. So that makes sense. I mean, one MVP too. That joint. So you crazy just, part is, isn't that you wonder the crazy part about that is that so Stephen Jackson has told the story about that All American game, uh, that McDonald's All American game, and like he's always said that the name Sheen Holloway, and I'm just like, who is this? Like I never really knew who the hell he was, and so like now it's just nice to put a face with a name because I've heard the story of how like yeah man, uh, you know, Bean always said I should have won the MVP. Uh, but you know, she Holloway got that jaw. And so like, now it's like, now that I know who this guy is, it's like, all right, it's cool. It's kind of, it's nice to have a face with a name with that story. I couldn't help, but be like extremely upset at the entire run from St. Peter's. Not because it was a great story because it's a phenomenal thing, but because of the whole Kobe aspect of it. Cause you just know if Mamba was here, it would be a whole bunch of praise from Kobe about Shaheen and about the run and about the players. For all we know, he would have fucked around and went in there and gave them a speech before they got clapped by UNC. Who knows? So, like, it's he would have gave them, there would have been St. Peter's edition Kobe. Like, bro, it would have been crazy. It would have been wild. He, he definitely would have paid for them to get some shit because that's, you know, like that's just the type of dude that mama would have been. So, like, from that standpoint, I'm like, damn. It's fucked up. But aside from that, like, there's no way that he can't. There's no way that he doesn't go to see him home. They lost their coach. The coach who just left pretty much gave him the endorsement that he has to be the coach. Right, he's the son who comes home because look, he was the starting point guard on their last deep tourney run. So it all comes full circle, and that's great for him. He runs incredible offense, and now he'll probably get a certain level of player and recruiter. You know, Jay Wright might have to watch out because chill, man, chill, man. That recruiting pool that he has owned for so long, you might, you know, might get a couple snaggles up out of there from from Shaheen, and that's cool. That's good to see. I mean, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Because I mean, I just don't think he's going to end up like Pat Ewing. Like I'm shocked that that was disappointing. That was disappointing. 
Zero. I didn't, I didn't think he was gonna. I didn't think he was gonna be this bad. Zero wins in that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. Fireable offense. That's unacceptable. They're not gonna fire him though. They're not, and I, I respect them for that. But at the same time, y'all gotta make a decision on something. Can't have two seasons of over in the conference. It ain't I mean, like the conference. The fucking ACC 16 times with the Duke and North Carolina. Just them too in Miami. Nah. But here's the thing is, like, as much as his, like, as much as Georgetown is a historical university and a basketball school, they haven't been, you know, they haven't been talked about since they had AI. If we're going to be honest, like, they haven't been at the top of the biggies and that long it's been a while and i don't and like okay i mean they've had some you know formidable years where they were you know solid and you know made it to the tourney but where they were really like at the top and like people were were had like a lot of respect for that team is it hasn't been since ai was there and uh, you know unfortunately i just think they're losing the recruiting battle and they just haven't been able to get guys they haven't had a steady coach they haven't you know you know, been able to just get, you know, guys to come there and who I don't, you know, I don't know what it is. I, maybe Jay Wright has the pipeline all dried up and, you know, he's just that good of a recruiter that, you know, why would I want to go to the lesser of the two? Like, why would I want to go play for Georgetown to get my ass kicked by Nova all year? Like, why would I want that? Or get my ass kicked by Providence all year? Why would I want to do that? Like, What's the point of doing that? So, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that Georgetown has to look within their 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 team uh, and just their program and how they are going to flip the switch. Um, but, yeah, it's very disappointing to see how Patrick Ewing is handling that. I'm just shocked that they didn't fire him. But it's good for them, man. It's good for them. But, like, like all these coaches we're talking about, they all put pros in the league and, like, we didn't necessarily think that Duke had the pipeline to become a one-and-done school because Coach K was so against it. And then all of a sudden, like you said, he got a couple one-and-done guys. And, like, I'm not going to say the program suffered from it, but it took a little bit for them to turn the curb and, you know, get the players who may be two-year players as opposed to three-year players now instead of being one-and-dones. But, like, Jason Tatum, we didn't really see the – Superstarish talent from him every night when he was in Duke. But now that he's in the NBA and he's like a fully grown professional basketball player, I'm not going to say he's going to win the MVP, but he can definitely put his name, throw his hat in there. In the in the ring, like like right on the edge of the ring. Like obviously the Embiid hat is the center ring. That's where the claw is going to come pick it up, you know, drop him out MVP. But he can throw his name in there now because the Celtics are now the one seed, and it's like, holy shit, the turnaround from All-Star break to now, it's a lot to do with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and what the fuck is going on. Because the Celtics look like they're the best team in the East right now, at least the most dangerous team in the East, I can say that. I mean, Tatum and, and Brown just each went for 30 last night. <laughs> I mean, like, they just had no issues going for They beat. Um, they beat the Timberwolves by 30 almost. I'm pretty sure it was it was a bad night for them. Uh, sidebar 
Carl Anthony Towns blew my ticket, couldn't score uh, couldn't score 20 points. So, you know, whatever that means, you're supposed to be a shooter, best shooting big in the league, and you're not out shooting the ball. So that's weird. You're down 15, 20 points. I don't know. That's fucking weird to me. But what do I know? Anywho, back at the ranch. Uh, yeah, Jason Tatum, coming out of Duke, I wasn't that high on him. I was like, you know, he's a good player, but, you know, oh, you know, he's a Duke guy. I was, you know. You get that Duke tag, you're kind of, you know, I got a slanted view of you. I don't know. I probably shouldn't have that view, but I do. Just that I wasn't high on. I was high on Zion, but I wasn't high on R.J. Barrett. Uh, I was high on Cam Burgess, too. I thought Cam Burgess obviously was going to be a better uh, player out of all three of those guys. I mean, I may have been wrong. R.J. Barrett's playing very well. But uh, anywho, again, back at the ranch, Jason Tatum and the Celtics are <laughs> are special. Like. I, the progression of Jason Tatum, his rookie year, how he snapped. And then, like, that second year is when he kind of had that down year. And we are like, oh, like, was it fool's gold? Or, you know, he's having that, you know, second year slump. And the third year, he came back and was the Jason Tatum. Uh, we saw his rookie year. And ever since then, he's just really been playing at a high level. I love his game. His game really reminds me of mine from time to time. Uh, but, you know, so there's that. But, no. Did you say, yo? Did you? What what you mean? Mishimo? I'm a slappy. No, 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 no. I'm not Chris Brown. What the fuck did you just say, yo? I said that, you know, his game reminded me of mine. We shoot the same. Like, everybody be like, oh, yo, you shoot like Jason Tatum. I'm like, chill, you know. It's my guy. You know what I mean? Everybody say that. Come on, like, let's just be honest. Do, do people say that or not? Have you heard that, Yiz? Heard that once, yo. Stop, yo. See what's wrong? <laughs> this was wrong with the black community. The lies just, that we tell to each other. Like, just, you can't just, just say that you heard it. Like, it's always got to be like an undertone, slight, slight little jab. Like, it's got to be like, oh, yeah. I mean, I heard it once. Just say you heard it. That's not, I didn't ask you how many times you heard it. I asked you if you heard it or not. No, because it's only been once. No, you heard it. See, this is what I'm talking about, y'all. He's a hater. This is why you can't really. You got, when he's when Yates says things, you got to take it with a grain of salt because like, he I be lying. I he was like, "Yo, motherfuckers be saying you look like Kyrie a lot." Like, yeah, I've seen, I've heard that multiple. No, times. no, <laughs> no. I've Kyrie. only heard that from you. I have never heard somebody else say, "Yo, you look like Kyrie." I've only heard you say that you look like Kyrie. What the fuck? We've been out places. Yo, cut my phone. No when stop. You are oh a fraud. God. I can't believe you right now. The gall got, of you. I got sent a pick stitch of me and Kyrie doing the same shit from someone I don't even know. I do you I I did see that. You did show me that, but that wasn't you saying that wasn't somebody saying that you look like Kyrie, so. I couldn't I couldn't endorse your your statement. All I'm saying is, you know, me and Tatum, we're similar. I didn't say I was Jason Tatum. Like you act like I said, I'm I'm JT. And I'm not I'm not talking about Justin Timberlake. I'm talking about Jason Tatum. I didn't say that. I'm you know, I just said similar, man. It's just the jack. I'm coming back, bro. That's all I'm saying. Sorry. When I come back, I'm gonna show I get it. I've been out. I've been out six, seven months. Makes sense. Guys haven't seen me, you know, poop in a while. They forgot. Makes sense. Okay. 
It's understandable. But those Celtics, bro, they're playing at a high level. But uh, they're big. Uh, just got a, a minor torn meniscus. I, I just uh, Robert yeah. Williams. That's uh, it's gonna be interesting for them because like he's not a household name, but he's a very intricate part of what they've been doing on this run. It gives them a lot of athleticism, rebounding, shot blocking, dirty play dunk, shit like that. So I don't know how you necessarily replace a guy like that because they don't have a secondary athlete at the center position like him. So we're going to see what that does because I don't know if he'll be able to return at all during the postseason. Because of well, the no, they said it wasn't that serious, though. I don't know how. Like they said, it wasn't. What? What? The way it was reported, it sounds like he's not out for the season. But again, I, you know, I'm not, you know, a doctor, so I can't really tell you that he will or will not be out for the season. I don't know. I just, I would hope for his sake that they would be able to find a way for him to come back healthy and all that. But I just don't know if it would be possible. So I. I'm not going to say that's going to hurt their run that they're on right now, but it's definitely going to be interesting to see how Ime Udoka and those boys figure out how to make up for that, that lack of, of athlete on the floor, because he, he allows them to do a lot of different things. So we're going to see, but the East playoffs is going to be crazy, man. Like Kyrie's officially back all games. It's only going to be corny. If for some reason they end up playing the Raptors, in which case he can't play at all. And then, a lot is off or not, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Are the Celtics the team that you want to play the least in the playoffs right now as a Sixers guy? Nah, I'm not scared of the Celtics. We got really? some. We got, we got, we, I think we match up better against the Celtics than we do the Nets. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I Just because, I mean, I think the Nets have a lot. <laughs> They've got a lot over there. And yeah. us giving them Andre Drummond, like that hurts us, but also helps them a whole hell of a lot. And giving them Seth Curry, that's uh, it's going to be bad. I don't know what the Sixers are going to do in the playoffs. You know, we played well against the Suns last night, um, you know, we was we was fighting. They schemed us a little bit. It's whatever though. You know, you win you win some, you lose some. Uh, but I need I need that man Harden to start scoring more, man. I don't I don't know why we're in three and four point games and like there's no him not being like he scored 14 points, bro. Like that's unacceptable. We didn't bring you here for 14 points. Yeah, great. You gave me nine assists, bro, and you had seven boards. Appreciate that. But I also need at least 20 from you every game, bro. Like, like that. you're not here to be a point guard. Like, you are, but you're not, bro. Like, you're here to score. Like, go to the bucket and get get, get them get them buckets, man. They there. Just go get them, Jones. They're, they're super there. And, like, I – it's weird because it's not like he forgot how to score. But sometimes I think James Harden does this thing where he wants to be – too much of a facilitator and a setup guy and a creator as opposed to a guy who just needs to go rip a fucking heart out once or twice, which yes. I think I think he'll do that. But if he I'm hoping that he I'm hoping that he's saving this in his bag, bro. I'm hoping that like he rips shit out in the playoffs like, oh, yeah, y'all thought I was just on this facilitating shit. All right. Now let me go get mine. 
Like, I'm hope he's on the type of tip where he's like, yeah, I'm just trying to figure this out. I'm trying to make sure everybody else cool during the regular season because it's I know how to get mine. Like, I can get mine anytime I want to get mine. So I'm trying to make sure we cool in terms of like when they're going to trap on me that these other guys are ready to hit these shots and ready to, you know, um, you know, perform at the level that I need them to perform to. I hope this is like him getting them ready. He's, you know, getting the troops ready, galvanizing the troops. I hope that's what's going on right now. Because if not, man, I'm... If if not, it's all eyes on Doc Rivers, and that's where the fuck I'm going to leave it at because you now have a chance to coach probably the best assortment of talent from the from two by two that you've ever had. Like, yeah, you had the Celtics, KG, Rondo, Paul Pierce, and guys, but that was three guys plus, plus some ancillary pieces. You have two premier players. And if you fall short, I'm I depending on how the losses come and if they end up not going to the championship or whatever the case may be, if it comes that those losses are based off of rotational deficiencies and a lack of a team being ready to play and you running the wrong shit, I'm calling for the job. I mean it. I'm over it. You can't be a top 15 coach of all time with all these shortcomings when you got a lot at your disposal. You got big joker, big joker, deuce, 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 and somehow you don't pull four books, we got a problem. X. We got a problem. At least four books. At least. At least. But, you know, I guess we'll see. TBD. <laughs> with the five fingers, say to Chris Rock, slap! Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Fuck this. One more